Amanda. Laura. Hey, welcome back. Thank you. Good to be back. Thank you, thank you. Um, thanks. I am. I have a cold. I'm gonna just confess in case I start hacking halfway through uh, the podcast. I have a cold. Usually, that's your job. I know. I was actually worried that I had strep throat, but I don't think I actually do. I think maybe I had a cold as well, but I feel okay now. Yeah, I I um I do not know what's going on. I think I maybe just overdid it because <laughs> I was going kind of hard during the week. I did like an insane hike up this mountain and. And then I went to the pool after that, and then I was at the farm every day, and I think I was just, like, my body was like, uh, stop, please. So I wasn't feeling great, but none. Okay. How is your summer overall? Are you having a good summer? Yeah, I always have a good summer. Are you having a good summer? I am. You know what? It's not good to ask in the middle, like, right when a heat wave has ended. <laughs> I feel like because all I can remember is the heat wave. But, yeah, I I love summer. I really do love summer. Like I don't like intense heat, but just like being able to be outside and everyone's all happy and wearing sundresses and it's just fun. I completely agree. I hate like super humid heat. Yeah. It's awful because I sweat like, I don't know, I can't even describe it. It's beyond words. It's disgusting. But well, just as I love that there's so much to do. Who do you think is the NHL player that sweats the most? I don't know. Because off the top, I just thought Kessel, like, immediately. Oh, poor Kessel. Well, but only because he seems like a sweater to me. He does, yeah. Is he not? I don't know, though. I, I mean, in all that gear, you just sweat. So who knows? I also feel like Jamie Ben is a sweater. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. He all has right. a Kessel-esque build. Doesn't he? Yeah, but it is. It's part of that. Plus, there's something about his hair that just, um, that just makes me feel like there would be it would be sopped and like, and like the, and the drops would be calling kind of falling. Yes. Yeah, I know. That's a great uh, mental image. He reminds me a bit of, of, of Elvis. I could see that. I totally could see that. Yeah. Not into the Jamie Ben. I gotta be honest. No, no. Yeah. I agree. All right. Let's talk about hockey and I'm going to pretend like I know what I'm talking about. All right then. That's a plan. About so Tyler Bozak is leaving the, the Toronto Maple Leafs. And he wrote an article in the Player Tribune, and it made me cry like a baby. I know! Okay. Which, honestly, is not hard to do. I tend to cry at everything. But it was a very good article. And, like, every time I read the Player Tribune, I'm like, there's no freaking way that these guys are this good at writing, right? Like, they have to have a very good editor or something. Yeah, I remember... I think this debate thing happened. Remember when Sid did one for ESPN or something like that? And mm -hmm. then um, and then somebody said that those articles, they don't really write them. They have like a telephone conversation with someone from the Players Tribune at, or like one of those writing places. And then they, based on the conversation, write the article. Yeah, it just seems because I think the only like byline on it is the player's name, right? Yeah. I always just assumed that they wrote them and I was always very impressed. Because, like, with the Bozak article, it's, like, very narrative. Like, it right. It starts out with, like, this really, like, epic visual, and then it, like, links back to it at the end, and, like, it just ties together so nicely. I'm like, there's no freaking way you can put together a story like that. Well, <laughs> like, no shade to Bozak. It's just not something most normal people can do. I think he went to college. He's one of the ones that went to college. But I also feel like... 
they should have to write their own articles, don't you think? Oh, I think they should, too. I just am shocked that they're so good. And let me preface this by saying, as someone who taught a college class, an English college class, and read people's papers, going to college doesn't mean shit. Because right, <laughs> let me tell you, the people in that class, terrible writers. Especially, the, there was a, and actually he's now an NFL play, football player, um, in my class, terrible, terrible. Yeah. Well, I mean, writing is a skill and not everybody is good at it for sure. But I just like the thought of them sitting down and doing homework, like like sitting down and like thinking about how they're going to write this piece. And do I leave this part out or like, you know, there's just something about them going through that process that I, I love the idea of it. But I don't you're right. I think if they actually had to write it, nobody would do it. Yeah, I think they must. I think they do probably write it, but I think there's an editor that like is like, okay, how can we make this like a narrative and not just like an essay? You know what I mean? Because I can see the players writing it out and it being very like stale. Whereas when you read the full story, it's very like descriptive. You can it gives you a visual and it's really well put together. Like I don't think they're super capable. Of, well, most of them, I would say, are probably not super capable of that. I don't even think they do that much. I literally think they just have a telephone call with someone, and then that person completely ghostwrites the article for them. I don't know, maybe. But, I mean... I would be interested to know, because it's... And everything on there is so well-written, yes. and so, like, compelling. It's just awesome. I know. I know. I There's so much that I loved about that uh, article that he wrote. Like, first of all... How classy is that? Yeah, it was, it was really a good article. And it was like, and you could tell like he meant it. That's the thing too. It wasn't just like media training. I should thank the city I'm coming from. It was like, you could tell he, it really meant something for him to play there and to be leaving was hard. And like, you, you know what I mean? Like he meant it. Yeah, it is funny, right? The like he starts off by counting like the number of steps it takes to get to the ACC, and I just think that's such a sport thing because I have never gone to work and counted the number of steps it took me to get to my office, like ever. Like who would do that, right? Yeah. So that's got to be. But then again, nobody. As I get closer to my office, I don't hear like cheering for people like welcoming me to work either. It may make you want to go to work more, though. You do, though, because you're a Danny. You yeah, must get to you. work, and people are like, Amanda! No, you way overestimate how much they love me. They love <laughs> their parents so much more, and they know if I'm there, their parents are leaving. Oh, no, really? Yeah, so some days it's like, yay, Amanda, and some days it's like, no, don't come in. Oh, no. <laughs> They're, like, blocking you from the door. That's hilarious. Yeah. They actually don't. They block their mom from the door every day when she comes home. And she's like, it's 20 million degrees outside. I need to come inside. Please let go of the door. Oh, my God. That's so funny. That That's the beauty of being an aunt is that I'm a rock star. Whenever I come home, it's like, Auntie La! Yay! Yeah. yeah. I'm an aunt as well, and I definitely get that from my nephew. We actually went to breakfast this morning. It was lovely. But... Uh, yeah, I heard that you had a, a really good meal. Oh, my God. I'm so full. Let's talk more about the way back and less about my food. Let's talk about food later. All right, fine. We're going to talk about food at the end. Okay. That's our thing. Yeah, that is our thing, right? Like so much so that we got a food-related ask is what I, I did when I uh, said that you were on. <laughs> Perfect. So, yes, Tyler Bozak took out a huge article, like basically thanking Toronto, talking about how it was like his favorite parts of being there were not just playing the game, but like becoming part of the Leafs community. And he talked about like 
Sick Kids Hospital and how he lived with Phil Kessel, which was hilarious, that part of the article. Did you read that? I, I love that part of the article. Um, so first of all, his dog's name, Phil's dog's name is Stella. Which is hilarious. Do you think it's named after the beer? Okay, look, the second they said Stella, all I could think of was uh, Stella! <laughs> <laughs> like from A Streetcar Named Desire. That, and if he does not do that every day that he comes home, it is a travesty and he should have to rename his dog something else. Yeah, I was wondering if it was that or if it was he was she was named after the beer. But I guess Phil Kessel not only loves his dog, but also has like full conversations with her. Yes. Which was amazing. There's part of the article and Tyler says he was like in his room and he heard Phil like having a conversation like, no, you know, I just, I just didn't play well. It wasn't my, my greatest game. You know, I don't really know why it's like, and he came out and Phil is like having a heart to heart with the duck. <laughs> How much does it burn Pittsburgh writers ass that he probably had an exit interview like for the season with his dog, but not with them. <laughs> well, Stella, let me break down the season for you. Well, like clean out my locker. Yeah, that's right. Let me let's go in depth into my relationship with Mike Sullivan. Unbelievable. The things that dog must know. It's so funny because it seems like like so not surprising that Phil Kessel would like sit down and have a full on like conversation with a golden doodle. Okay. That seems so on brand for Phil Kessel. Now, I don't have pets. I only have plants. And I, I don't have in-depth conversation with my plants. But you have many an animal. So yeah. do you do that? Um, I don't have, like, conversations like, like that. Like, where it's like, oh, you know, I just didn't play a good game. And then it's like, pretend like they replied. And then like, oh, you know, I don't know why. I don't know why I didn't play. Like, I don't have conversations like that. You don't? Like, you, weren't, you weren't like, no. uh, man, those kids were brats today. Like, no, nothing like... Uh... No. Like, I, I have more of a conversation with horses, but it's more like... I don't know how to explain it. But it's not like talking about my day. I don't do that with my animals. I do talk to them, just not like about my life. Yeah, he's basically talking to this dog like it's his therapist. Yeah, I have a therapist, and I have friends. <laughs> <laughs> and Phil has his dog. It is funny, though, the way that he describes him is really shy, because yeah. he doesn't seem it. And oh, I think he does. He does? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe he is introverted. Yeah, he totally seems like any time he has to, like, especially, like, a media day and stuff like that, he seems super freaking awkward about it. Like, it makes him so uncomfortable. And then he comes across as, like, where... He, like, seems like the kind of person that says something because they're nervous, and then they think about it all day. Like, oh, my God, that was so stupid. I can't believe I said that. Why did I say that? That was so stupid. You know what else I love? I love that he says that he moved in with, like, moving in with Sid was, with Sid, with Phil was a no-brainer because he had, uh, like, a really sweet crib. And I will admit, you will appreciate this because you are a real estate whore, much like I am, <laughs> that uh, when Phil moved out of, was selling his apartment in Toronto, it was listed. And so you could go on and see all of the pictures from the apartment, and it was awesome. Rightly so. If I was playing in the NHL, I would have an awesome apartment too. Oh, like the the rooftop patio kind of thing that they had. It was like it was that that was sweet. I'm surprised. Like the whole team could have lived there easily, comfortably. 
<laughs> yeah, you would have saved a lot of money if you just brought more people in. Honestly, right. Like a hostel, like a like a NHL youth hostel. It would have been easier for them to game that way too. Yeah, right. Missed opportunity. Speaking of missed opportunities, Jack Johnson <laughs> should have taken a note from Tyler Bozak and kept it professional. <laughs> right? Not to take out like a, a love story in the Players' Tribune. But you know when you were little and, and your mom or your teacher told you, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all? Right. Listen, Jack Johnson, if you don't have anything nice to say, shut your mouth. Yeah, right. You either write an article like that, thanking them for all that organization did with you, or you just zip it. Um, right. And even if you didn't have the best time, they still hired you. You still played. Like, you still have something. They took a chance on you. Like, you still, you know, say thank you for your time. And you know what I mean? Like, if you go to a job interview and you know you freaking bombed it, right. you still say the thank you and say thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't do that. But I should. Totally. Yeah, totally should. <laughs> Oops. But, uh, but you know, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like um, he's one of those people that puts his foot in his mouth all the time. Like, first of all, he should be super grateful to that organization because they helped him through that whole bankruptcy thing. That's yeah. a really hard thing to kind of go through and to have your organization have your back and, and resign you after that. Like, even if things went sour after that, you have to appreciate what it is that they did. So, but I, I think he's one of those people that just always says the wrong thing at the wrong time. Like every time he opens his mouth, I'm sure he goes into it with the best of intentions and then he opens his mouth and like these things he never uh, expected kind of come out. And I don't, I do not get it, but it's bad. For me, that is no excuse. He's a grown ass man. He should know that about, he should have the self-awareness to know that about himself. And if he does know that, then he knows a don't open your mouth and B if you do open your mouth, run it by someone first. You you have this trait. Tell you, tell your roommate, tell your girlfriend, tell your friend, tell your parent, tell another player what you're going to say. Ask them if it sounds okay. Well, this is the worst thing, too. It's like you had Sid. Yeah. You literally had – this is why I think. I feel like they practiced for an hour and they had the speech down and then he got in front of those cameras and that came out. And Sid is in the back going, no! What have you done? Oh, that, man. Like, if that is your personality and you are aware of it, as you should be as a grown-up, then you say no comment. You can speak to my agent. You tell your agent to put out a statement. That's it. I mean, like, how funny is that? I feel like, um, like Sid is gonna like not even the coaches. I feel like Sid will ban him from talking. How long mm-hmm. does it take? Because that was his first day. I feel like what maybe like a week in, Sid bans him from talking ever again. I mean, if that's the way it's gonna be, then I freaking hope so. Like, I just don't understand like not having that much I don't know I don't know it's rough now I'm kind of intrigued because every time he puts his foot in his mouth Sid will have to um answer for it and that kind of fills me with glee like just to see Sid having to answer for all of the uh like dumb things because everybody else is so well media trained that I kind of find that awesome that would be fun can you imagine a full year of that That five years of that excuse me (laughs) It's going to stress him out. I know. Oh, my God. I kind of now want this to happen. Come on. Uh, yeah. It's terrible. Oh. All right, let's talk about one more awful thing, and then we'll get to happy things. Oh, okay. 
Oh, okay. So the RCMP, Royal Canadian Mounted Police, for those of you that don't know the acronym, um, like they charged, huh? like me. Yeah. They charged the truck driver in the Humboldt's hockey team crash. And I guess they're making payments to families. Yeah. Yes. So the, the, um, charges, like it was a three month long investigation. I think it was right. Um, how do you feel about that? Like, what's your thoughts? Like I, I'm, I'm glad they're pressing charges. I'm glad that he's being held accountable. But if I read that correctly, it's um, 14 counts of reckless endangerment, which each hold a, a 10-year sentence each. Is that correct? I don't know. I, are, was he drunk? Like, what were the circumstances? No, he ran a, he ran a, a stop sign. Oh, okay. I was going to say, he had to have had some kind of, like, negligence on his part to be held accountable. You can't just, like, it couldn't have been, like, an accident, right? Well, I, I think that um, that's the thing that kills me is that do I think he deserves jail time? Yes, maybe, like, a year or two because when you make a mistake, even though it's that, even though it's unintentional like that, when you take the lives of that many people, um, I feel like you do have to kind of pay your debt to society. I think I would even want to at some point because I can't even imagine the amount of self punish punishment that is mm -hmm. happening as a result of it. But I can't get behind any more jail time than that. Like I think, that, I think if he has a work cause he was in, he was working, right. He was like yeah. truck driving was his job and whatever. So he was on the clock. So if he has like a work record where he's had issues with his driving before and he, is known to be reckless, then I think maybe more jail time is beneficial. Yeah. Um, but if not, and it was just like a one time, maybe he was tired, maybe he didn't see it until too late. Maybe he thought, you know what I mean? Like whatever. Yeah. Then yeah, I don't think 10 years of jail time is super fair, but well, that's 10 years per person. I know that's life yeah. in prison, more than life imprisonment. I just feel like that's insanely excessive. And from the, from what, it, when I looked into it, it sounded like he hadn't been on the job for more than like a month or so. And um, I think the bigger issue here is that he had to undergo zero mandatory, mandatory training. Wow. So like if there is an issue, the issue is in the law. Do we need to hold him accountable for making a mistake? Absolutely we do, especially when it, it um, is something that affects people that much. But, um, but I just feel like at the same time, Man, who hasn't? I don't drive because I know I would make a million mistakes if I did it, and um, and I just think so much of us live our lives really lucky that the mistakes that we make don't have a huge impact on someone's life like that. That when we do, it's kind of like I get the need for retribution, but I don't feel like that amount of retribution is. I mean, we don't yeah. hold people accountable that long when they do something on purpose, right? And like. Would it be as satisfying to get personal retribution against this guy or would it be more satisfying to go after the truck driving company that is negligent in their hiring that they don't train these guys better? It's would all it be, of them though. Right. Yeah. Would it be more satisfying to change the law so that right. this does have, you know what I mean? Like I feel like that would be more satisfying in the long run than going after this one guy when in actuality, yes, it was his fault. But as far as controlling the situation, there was more at work there than just him. Yeah, you know I, mean? I think it definitely pointed out a bigger 
issue in the laws related to that that it and like the when you think of the types of things that you do need a license and training don't you have to do it before you can be a lifeguard yeah you have to have all kinds of cpr courses so come on now like if you if we make it mandatory that you have to do that before you can watch people swim in a pool for crying out loud then before we put them in charge of like a truck that is you know mammoth in size um you have to make sure that people go through training and and i can't i had a friend who was a, a bus driver i think for like six months because the stress of it was just enormous right like when you're in charge of something and when you think if you if you don't pay attention for even a second if somebody um steps in front of your bus it's just um like so much stress goes in, in into something like that i and plus there are long hours and whatever it's a tragic situation altogether i just don't i just feel like this would make it even a more uh, tragic situation but i don't know that's my thought yeah i think they should hold him accountable where he gets some jail time but they should also go after changing the law right. and get this company to be held to account but they don't train their drivers yeah that's an issue I, I completely, completely agree. But it's got to be mandatory because a company is a company and they're never going to do something unless you make it law. So come on, Canadian government, step up, take, you want, if this is supposed to be about accountability, then where's your accountability in this for not making it mandatory? Um, is it the same in Canada? In the U.S., you have to have a special driver's license to drive big trucks like that. I assume it's probably the same in Canada. You, I, I'm assuming you probably do, but I feel like there are, there are, there has to be some kind of more training or a certain number of hours or something that has to go in um, before this happens because it can't be a coincidence that he hadn't been doing it long, didn't receive a whole lot of training, and then something, um, you know, like it is winter, but, but um, you know, like a, 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 stop, a stop site. I mean, it's just, it was such an unnecessary tragedy, but but I do think that it was, and it did, there is some negligence involved. I just feel like... It's not going to bring them back, right. and why? Why are we ruining um, not just one other life, but all the family members related to that person too? Right? It doesn't. Right. Do we really need to ruin yet another family? Right, and I think at some point when you can't bring someone back, right, all you can do is hope to save the lives of people in similar situations. Right. And right. in order to do, to do that, you have to change the law. So you have to prevent the situation from coming up again, which it obviously would. If the law isn't changed. Yeah. So I think that's changing law and holding the company to account, I think are the two ways, the best ways to kind of honor the people that you lost and hope that it doesn't happen again. Yeah. And I mean, usually I'm somebody that's like throw them in jail and like, and then throw away the key, but I'm more salty over the payments than I am over the uh, driver at this point. Yeah. Cause the payments aren't very high, right? Well, okay, so they, this is what bugs me as someone who works in fundraising, right? They start a GoFundMe page and people start giving. They raised, how much was it? I don't know. Like $15 million, I think it is. They raised $15 million for that. And that money, when it was raised, was to go to the family members of who to pay for funerals, to pay for all of the expenses. It's been three months, and those families have not seen one dollar of that money. And they are meeting to get permission to give that money, uh, the first installment of that money, and that first installment of that money is $50,000 each. Yeah. That's crazy. 
I, honestly, like, I feel like that number is kind of insulting. It's like the life of your, and not only like your relative, like these were, I want to say children, but like they, cause they weren't children. They were just young guys. Right. Mm-hmm. But they were so young. Like the life of this person that you love that had so much life in front of them was worth $50,000. Well, that's like the first installment, but I'm just thinking those funerals expenses, they already had to pay them. The people who are uh, suffering and uh, and disabled or or um, who have associated medical costs, their families have been paying them for three months. I I just feel like nobody gave that money for it to sit in a trust. They gave you that money to give it directly to them. So why the hell do you have the right now to decide that you're going to spend it in a way other than what the donors, like in fundraising, if a, if a donor tells you this money has to be spent on this, then by law, that money has to be spent exactly the way that the donor said it. I, I would not have given money for that money to be put into a trust so that the people in the trust could then decide how and when to disperse that money. Who agreed to that exactly? Completely. Like it's just infuriating when you think of, of 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 them sitting there now having to beg for money that people gave directly to them. I just it's fur- it makes me furious. Yeah, and I know fifty thousand is just the first installment, but given that, like, how many installments are there going to be? Like, it still doesn't seem like a very high number. I don't know. Well, I feel like what they're going to do, and I'm not even opposed to it, is that they're going to build a trust and maybe they'll do scholarships and they'll do all these things. It's like, that is cool, but that is not what you said that money was going to be for, right? Right. So you don't have the right to change the the purpose of the money that people gave to after the fact. You, You, I don't know legally how they're getting away with that frankly. Maybe the family agreed to it. That's the only one thing I could think of. Well, all the, fa- the families are literally begging them for money. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It was very wrong. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it just seems, uh, it seems wrong to me. Um, all right, let's talk about some things that are right and good yay. in this world. Okay. Specifically hockey players on summer vacation. Oh my God. Oh my so, God. Yeah. Let's talk about who's having a good summer. Who's having Alex a good summer? For starters, yes. Apparently, yeah. took Stanley to see the World Cup, and by Stanley, I mean the Stanley Cup. Are you- also, there's a picture of him sleeping with the Stanley. Cup. Yeah, and we need to talk about that picture because it's weird. <laughs> it is weird. It's almost like he's recreating the Sid picture from when he was like whatever. It's weird. It is a weird one. It's also weird because, like Sid's picture, he, it looks like he's like in his bedroom, like he's. In a gigantic bed, it's very fluffy, like it looks, it's dark, whatever. Ovi is in a twin-size bed that looks like it's in someone's grandma's house. Well, you know what? It doesn't not speak to their personalities. <laughs> I mean, like, let's put it this way. Sid, someone broke into his room and took that picture while he was unconscious. I hate it when people take pictures of people when they're sleeping. I just find it super offensive, right? But that's what someone did. And then they leaked that picture online, which is an invasion of his privacy in so many different ways, right? Yeah. But then the picture became viral and it almost kind of set a standard. So then you now you've got a player like posing for pictures to kind of recreate it. And it couldn't be a more different scenario while they're trying to create the exact same scenario. Yeah, it's very weird. I just don't understand where he is why he's doing it. I I don't, it's weird. And he, he already had one the day after 
like with his wife and the cup in bed. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's a weird, I don't know. Weird. Super weird. It is. It is weird. Less weird. Eisner, who is a tennis player. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before we get to that, have you, have you been following at all the Russian players at the World Cup? No. Okay, because it's all over social media, including Gino. So basically, you know, at the World Cup, specifically, he was like in a box of some kind, like a yeah. skybox, and he was like excited, and he went to jump up and down, and his head kept hitting the ceiling. So he was like <laughs> holding his hands up, trying not to hit his head on the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, like I don't know if it, if they're doing it or if it's like the Russian government who is like chartering planes and putting every famous hockey player, Russian hockey player in it, and then sending them to cheer together as a group. Cause it's like Radulov and I think, uh, like, I can't remember who's the other, Kovalchuk. Yeah. Um, like they're all there kind of partying together. And honestly, they're so excited. It's kind of a hilarious to watch them like losing their shit um, while that's going on. And I don't know if you watched that game. No, I did not. But I heard the cheers of other people watching it while I was trying to do work. And you know, I watched the England, um, whoever they just played and beat Sweden. Yes. Game. Yeah. Yeah, it was, um, it was hilarious, though, because they tied it up. I think um, Croatia scored in overtime. And then, and then you know how, like, when you're in overtime, then they add in all these extra minutes. Yeah. So then Russia tied it and then it went to penalty and then they lost. But they when they tied it, they like it you could hear I could hear like the crowd just that's how I knew it was Russia that scored because of the crowd reaction to it. Um so that must be devastating. That's sad. Yeah. It's not great. But I don't know. Well, like Ovi jinxed them, right? By bringing the Stanley Cup. <laughs> Maybe. You can't bring a cup to a cup. Right? You can't do that. You can't have one cup trying to steal the other cup's thunder. That is like wearing white to a wedding. No. Do you know what the World Cup looks like? Um. Yeah, it almost looks like a melted cauldron thing at the bottom with a ball on top, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. No, it's not. Especially, yeah, especially like they've got cup envy. Bring the Stanley Cup. Yeah, that's a good looking cup. It is. Yeah, I just Googled the World Cup, and it's weird looking, man. Right? Yeah, I don't love it. It's not cool. All right. Let's talk about Sidney Crosby playing tennis with John Eisner, who is apparently a tennis player. Oh, no, I think, I believe he's a giant. Yeah, he's also a giant. He's also a giant. If you look at the picture of him and Sidney Crosby next to each other, Sidney Crosby looks 14 years old. I mean... So- Way among men. I don't, like, you look at that picture, and it's kind of like, is he obscenely tall, or is Sid obscenely short? I don't know what's happening there. I think for athletes, Sidney Crosby's short. For regular humans, he's, like, normal height. Yeah. But, yeah, that dude is tall AF. I, uh, for the longest time, would not take pictures of people who were, like, obscenely taller than me because I felt it made me look. I'm like, I can't stand next to you. You have no idea how short you're about to make me look. And I will not put myself in that position. Sorry. Just no. I need to Google this guy and see how tall he is because, I mean, in the picture, he looks like he's six foot ten. He looks like Chara tall. Because, yeah, Sid is, like, five ten, right? 
And he easily looks a foot taller. I Googled, he's 6'10". <gasps> no. He's 6'10". Oh, my God. So he's legitimately a foot taller. That's crazy. That's a big dude. That That is. That is. Um, that's it's amazing. It always amazes me when people that tall are athletic. I know. How Especially do you just your body? Can you imagine the growing pains when he had his growth spurt? That's brutal. My brother's like 6'5", and his were terrible, so I can't <sighs> imagine. That's crazy. So he yeah. um, he's like the number one ranked U.S. tennis player. Yeah. And uh, and that article, um, I love I love to see. First of all, I love to see athletes that look at other athletes to see what it is that they're doing. Yeah. Which I feel was probably the original intention. Let's meet this Crosby dude and see what it is that he's doing so that I could learn to him. But then I feel like it very quickly just turned into staring at his ass and lower body. Thoughts? Yeah, because he has like a quote like, how power, that's all people ever talk about when they meet Cindy Crosby. All these other athletes are like, he has a very strong lower half. <laughs> yes. Like, okay, clean out. But yeah, that, that was like his quote, right? He's like unbelievably powerful, lower, so I forget what he even said, but yeah. Weird. Yeah. Super. Yeah, that is um I just think it's I think it's um hilarious. I think it's hilarious. And earlier that week, I think it was probably the same day because it was at the same training facility. There's pictures of him with Maria Sharapova and she's a couple inches taller than him. For That's sure. It? Yes. So he she's also making him look wee and small. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. And John she, Eisner said about Sidney Crosby. He's strong as an ox. It's crazy how strong his lower body is. Yeah. He said he was not bad at tennis. He said he was pretty good. And then he works super, super, super hard. He's in really good shape. Well, I love the part where he says that he thought he was nervous. So do you think it's like performance anxiety? Like that he's like playing tennis in front of an actual tennis player so that he feels like, you know, shy? Because he's supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, I think him not being the best at something maybe gets in his head a little bit. Yeah, probably. Do you play like, tennis at all? Going into something not being the best. Like, I personally, I don't need to be the best, but I need to feel completely prepared for things. Yes. And when I don't, it makes me very anxious. Yes. And so that's probably, I imagine, he didn't feel completely prepared. Well... Like he- he knew he was out of his depth a little bit, and that probably made him anxious. Well, I feel like, I don't know about you, but with me, whenever I'm trying hard, like, it doesn't work. Whenever you're naturally, things start kind of flowing and whatever, then I'm okay. But whenever I'm, like, forcing myself to do something good, it never works out that way. It, I, I turn into <laughs> Jack Johnson at a press conference. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it's just bad. <laughs> so bad. Um, do you play tennis at all? No. No, not at all. No, my sister like went to tennis camp growing up, but I think she just liked the outfits. Yes, they are good like, outfits. I can play tennis. I'm just not good at tennis, and yeah. I don't generally play tennis. You know what the sad part is? That I'm a good tennis player, except for my serve. But when that starts off everything, it's kind of like really embarrassing. <laughs> like, I feel like that's the best part of my game, so we should just play doubles. Yes! Can we do that? That would be awesome. Yeah. This is underestimated versus let's do well we'd have to get Brenton fly down from Australia and we can take we'll take them. This is under ten estimated. Yeah. You know what? I feel like we could also um if we were gonna play like Elliot Friedman or any of the TSN guys, I feel like we could kick their asses. Yeah. Right. 
I'm in. Let's do it. There's snacks, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Let's talk about two more guys having to go summer. Okay. Um, Gensel, <gasps> whose name I say wrong. Um, my God. Hang on. I, I'm effing things up. Um, so Gensel, you sent me a picture of him wakeboarding. <laughs> yeah. What is that about? Okay, the best thing about it is that um, Mike sent us that. Mike from It's a Hockey Night sent us that picture. But, um, okay, first of all, I'm I'm like way late to this Instagram game thing because I saw that and it was a clip. And then I kept trying to find the clip and it was gone. And I was like, where the hell did this clip go? Apparently, it does that. It doesn't stay around forever. Yeah. Why is that a thing that is good? I don't know. Because of Snapchat. Snapchat ruined everything. Why would we not want to see that again? After how long? I don't know. It's bad. Because you only got to see a screenshot of it. He wakeboarded uh, for for like a a good minute and a half. And he was awesome. It was shocking. How how good he was. I was was amazed. (sighs) I haven't wakeboarded in a long time, but I used to love to do it. It's really fun. Um, also, that, is he holding on to a rope? He starts off holding on to the rope in the video, and then he lets it go, and he's just like, uh, I don't know if there was sound. I didn't I didn't actually hear the sound on it, but there must have been originally. Um, but I, what I love about him in that video is the same in hockey, is that he's doing a good job, and no one looks more surprised that he's, that he's doing a good job than he does. <laughs> It's like, look, Ma, no hands. <laughs> he is the weirdest looking dude. He has such a weird, like, head and hair. I know. Like, from his eyebrows down, his hair, his head is, like, so skinny and small. And then he has this, like, huge forehead and hair. I don't understand. He is a, a garden gnome slash a Disney elf slash, like, all those different things. Like, with the hair and, yeah. I can't with I don't love it. It's, it's kind of weird. I, I I don't know. I have to say, though, um, I have seen pictures of him with his girlfriend, and I'm kind of in love with this girlfriend, too. Yeah? Yeah, she's so cute. Huh. I don't know. I think she's an athlete as well, and I always love it when athletes kind of are with other athletes. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. um, I I love them. I love them together. They're they're adorable. And she's like, uh, she's like darker skin and dark hair and whatever, so they're complete opposites, too. Yeah, they're so cute. I love them. Well, good for him because he's weird looking. <laughs> he is weird looking. <laughs> so, last one having a great summer. Who always has great summers is Evgeny Malkin. He went yes. to the World Cup. He was watching Russia. He was in some kind of skybox situation, and they scored a goal, and he was like jumping up and down, and like was so large that he was like hitting his head on the ceiling. <laughs> and then he went to some kind of unbelievable vacation place where they have those like huts over the water that you stay in. Yeah. It looks unreal. It's so beautiful. And he was like feeding swans and like trying to get them to come close to him. I don't know what he was going to do when they came close to him. Like if he was like trying to snuggle them, I don't understand <laughs> what the end goal was, but he was trying to get it to come close to him. Okay. It instantly that reminded me of, have you seen that video that's gone viral of that woman in Australia who's like on a yacht and she's like trying to feed a shark, uh, like hand feed a shark, and the shark like grabs her and throws her into the water. 
What? Have you seen that? I'm like, no. that's exactly the same thing, but with swans. What? Swans, first of all, swans are mean AF. They are. Swans are not nice. They're like Canadian geese. Canadian geese. Do you call Canadian geese geese? No, we call them Canadian geese. That's weird. Because we have an inferiority complex. We want everyone to know they're Canadian. So we refer to them as Canadian geese. That's really weird of you. Well, it's the same way that we uh, refer to, like, every Canadian celebrity as... That's Drake. He's from Toronto, you know. It's like saying, <laughs> these geese, they're from Canada, you know. Yeah, that's true. You kind of do do that. Good point. <laughs> that's Ryan Reynolds. He's from Canada. Right. Yeah, that's true. I do know many celebrities from Canada because someone from Canada always tells me they're from Canada. Yes, exactly. Did you know that Alex yeah, Trebek is from Canada? Because- now you do. That's right. It's weird that the people from Canada are so nice and all the animals are super mean. They right. have, like, moose and bear and Canadian geese. They're all dicks. <laughs> they are um, fighting for their lives. Or maybe they're just annoyed <laughs> by how uh, polite the humans are. That they're like, just fuck you, humans. I'm going to yeah. eat you. Uh, yeah, my my uh, brother was attacked by Canadian geese as a baby. Oh, my um, God. Yeah. I mean, a- as a general rule... When it's animal versus human, I'm pretty much always on team animal. I agree. Yeah. They're generally better than humans. They are. I mean, like, if you're stupid enough to try to feed a shark off a yacht, dude, you are not long for this world to begin with, right? Like, I don't care what you're standing on. Don't feed the damn shark. Don't feed the damn... Who tries to bring a shark to them? Yeah. Idiot. Dumbass. Honestly. Now... As for, I mean, I feel like Gino, same difference. Yeah, well, he was feeding a swan, and they aren't generally nice. They, they don't have giant shark teeth. Uh, no, but maybe rabies or Ooh. some kind of poultry uh, bird disease. Bird flu, avian flu, what's yeah. that thing? I just feel like he didn't think this through, and if Sid was there, he would have stopped him. Yeah, probably. That's not safe, Gino. No, uh, like applied some kind of ointment. To him. Come play tennis and drink water. Also, I don't think he was wearing floaties, and uh, Sid would have made sure he was wearing floaties. I have a picture of Evgeny Malkin wearing, like, four pairs of floaties and floating. It's really funny. <laughs> All right. Let's do asks, All shall right. we? Let's do it. Hang on. You can just send me a picture of a corgi, and I have to reply, oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so okay. First one. Name Tags Hockey asks, how long is the Carlson trade going to take? What's the point of trading Hoffman if Carlson is just going to end up a few miles away? Oh, I know. I mean, I think both of them are expected to get traded anyway, right? Well, Hoffman was already traded. He was traded twice, actually. They traded him to, um, I can't remember what the original team was, and then that team traded him to Florida. And I think the reason that she's asking is because now Ottawa is uh, in talks with trading Carlson to Tampa. So they're like, you're just both trading them to the Florida teams. Yeah, I think the issue, though, was left because, like, even before Hoffman was traded, people, I think, expected both of them to be traded, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, he has to be traded, whatever. I think he had to be traded, and I think they, they said when they traded him, like, it had to happen. Because even with Carlson gone, like, it was clear that everybody else in the room picked a side, and it was not Hoffman's side. Right. So I think he had to go regardless of what Carlson did. And, yeah, they both ended up in Florida, but what are you going to do? I don't know. I don't know anyone that wants to uh, – I, I heard this really horrible story of something else that happened, like, in May with the Ottawa Senators. Like, the 
Ottawa Senators are like the biggest shit show. Again, Montreal must be like, thank you, Ottawa. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you doing this for me right now. But apparently in May, Cody Cece, who was a player for the Ottawa Senators, had a barbecue at his house with um, with two other couples that were part of, they used to play with him in like minor or whatever, and I think played for the AHL team or something like that. And um, so they had like a, 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 a fire pit. Uh, and Cody Cece's uh, wife or girlfriend um, got some the the uh, lighter fluid that goes into it and shot and like squirted it into the fire and it ran back up the can and she threw it the can and set one of the other <laughs> spouses on fire. Jesus Christ! I I I mean, the story is horrible. It's horrible. They did a, a actually a really good long article on it. It's just heartbreaking. It really is heartbreaking. And I, I don't know about you, but those are the kinds of accidents that I'm just so scared of. Like those everyday things that seem totally normal and then just completely mess up your life. Because I swear, okay, you can't compare to the person, to the girl um, who, whose literally life has changed forever because of the like health concerns she's going to have to deal with. But can you imagine being Cody, uh, Cece's girlfriend or, or spouse? And knowing that you did that to somebody, no matter how accidentally, I just, oh, I can't. Also, I thought it was, like, fairly common knowledge that you don't spray the thing because the flame can come back up. Do people not know that? Well, I can absolutely see people doing that. I can absolutely people. It's why um, I think it's so brave of her to come forward and um, and talk about it. Because for some reason, there still are not enough people that know that that can happen. Right? Clearly. Oh, it's just awful it's just awful well that's a fucking bummer let's talk about something else i know we were supposed to be on to the good stuff but anyways (laughs) thoughts and prayers for her in a a really speedy uh recovery and uh god i mean i just hope uh oh yeah just just bad read the article though it's a really good article and i wish she had a gofundme page that we could kind of contribute to that because nobody should have to um you know, I know the the like our healthcare does a lot, but I feel like there's expenses you can't even imagine um, that you'll have to go through, and and I wish there was some way of um, helping because that's awful. Sheesh, totally. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna mess up this name, and I, so I'm gonna apologize in advance. I'm glad Ooh. it's you and not me. It's Nani Wayalele. Oh, damn you! You said that beautifully. I think that's wrong. All right, she says. I assume she's a she. Thoughts on Kunitz being signed by the Blackhawks? Yeah. No thoughts from here. What do you have to think about it? You have no thoughts? No, because I don't know what the hell's going on. Well, it's Kunitz, and he went to the Blackhawks. <laughs> Good for you, Chris Kunitz. Live the life. Um, uh, again, uh, I'm stuck with the... I'm morally opposed to any human being wearing an Indian on their shirt. <laughs> like, you yeah. chose to go there. So, again... I don't feel that much for you. What's I was never a huge uh, Chris Kunitz fan after a while. I uh, and I think we said this last episode. I'm just glad they didn't bring him back to Pittsburgh because I'm not for that whole re re trying to create. And and like especially for Pittsburgh, it's like yeah, let's let's recreate all those years we didn't win the cup. Yeah, nostalgic repatriation. Yeah, I mean at least Matt Cullen was with our team for a lot of the years that we won it, but Kunitz was, was with us for a lot more years we didn't win it. When he was like, he it's funny, we didn't win it until he became kind of a secondary player. I will say, like, the Chris Kunitz story, 
is awesome. Yeah, it is. Like, undrafted guy. Like, it's a great story. He went on to play with Sidney Crosby. Like, basically, like, a Hall of Fame career, arguably. Four cups. Where he came from. Four amazing. cups. He has. He what? He has four cups. I know. That's amazing. Insane. Insane. So, like, I love that just on the face. I don't have anything against Chris Kunitz. Doesn't he have, like, a million children and stuff? I feel like we see them so much on social media that it feels like he has that many children. I just love how much his children look like him. Yeah, wow. He's got strong genes. He does. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, good for him. I, 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 Good for him. I just feel like if it was me, I would have retired. Because I don't get these one-year con. You have four cups. Millions and millions of dollars. Sometimes you just need to know when to let go. I don't know. When you work for something your whole life and you feel like you can still compete, like, I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I guess. You get it. Yeah. All right. Next. Same person. Uh, She says, completely agree. Johnson should have only been signed for a year, three at the very most. However, Given their friendship, are you really that surprised Crosby and Johnson ended up on the same team? Though McKinnon, skill-wise, would have made more sense. Yeah, it makes me want to hurl, but uh, I totally, I am not at all surprised that it happened because that's just such a them thing to do. I'm disappointed because it doesn't make any sense as far as I'm concerned at all. Um, I like it, it always surprises me how quickly the Pittsburgh fan base goes from uh, outrage to like acceptance. You, Pittsburgh fans move through the stages of grief faster than any like fan base I have ever seen before. They're already they they're already like in love with him again and the bromance and it's like no no I'm still at this is a really bad uh, trade. Um, and I don't I don't know I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that? I don't think the friendship really had anything to do with it. I think maybe. Sid was like, hey, give this guy a look. But I don't think really it had anything to do with it because he definitely has a lot of friends in the league, and I don't think that holds much bearing on who's drafted where or um, traded where. Um, so I don't, I wouldn't put too much stock in that idea. Um, but it, I don't know. It is weird that he got so many years. I don't even know what's going on with the team, and that seems an excessive amount of years. So For like a, for like a Jack Johnson? just uh, uh, well, really, They don't really sign anyone that long I know that's the that's the part it's like I I could have gotten behind a Jack Johnson for two years right but I can't get behind him for anything more than like she was saying three I completely and also I believe she's our Hawaii uh listener yeah that's definitely a very Hawaiian sounding name and every time I look through our things to see where people are listening from I'm like somebody listens to us from Hawaii Hilo I was like wow that's awesome Sorry, I messed up your name so badly. Better, right. better her than me. <laughs> yeah, you at least won't have to hear me again. So oh, can oh can we give a shout out to Brenton's Australian friend? Oh, yeah. yeah. Brenton apparently was playing hockey and realized someone he plays hockey with or near likes our podcast. Yeah, so he wrote me and basically said uh, he was at a game and he was talking to this person and told them he, he was on a podcast and she was like, great. Um, tell me the name of it and I'll look it up. And when she brought out her iPhone and looked up the thing, Ms. Underestimated was there and he's like, oh, 
you like misunderestimated? And he's like, yeah, I've been on that podcast. So then he wrote to me and was like, you're Canberra famous. And it's like, we're Australian famous. I don't know if I'm going to say famous, but well, someone in Australia listens to our podcast. The way that I think of it this way, for the longest time, I really did think it was one person just changing their IP, our IP address to boost our ego. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe my mom, if she knew how to do stuff like that. Um, but probably. yeah, but stuff like this is like, oh my God, people actually listen to our podcast. Yeah, we now have two listeners. Two, two. <laughs> and and um, is this like the closest that we'll ever get to being in a band and listening and having somebody play your song on the radio? Considering my musical skills, yes, probably. <laughs> yeah, so I think that I thought that was awesome. I agree. All right, last question. It's an epic, long last question, so okay. we're still going to be here for a while. Um, my ask is for Ms. Underestimate. In honor of Amanda being on this week of the player, sorry, I got excited to see my own name and then I could <laughs> Take two. <laughs> In honor of Amanda being on this week, if these players were food, which food would they be? Follow up. Which player is guac and why? Sorry, Laura. Love the pod. Thank you. Okay, first one, Brock Bosner. Oh, wait, wait. I have Bos- to bring up my list because I... Um... Is there an N in his name? Is it Bosner or Bozer? Bozer. Bosser or Bozer? Crap, I had it. I pronounced it properly and then I forgot it. Brack? Oh. Betzer. Betzer. That's it. Oh, because Betzer. I call I'm, him. I'm on a roll pronouncing things wrong, so. If you're going to, well, no, because it doesn't, like, you wouldn't look at that and say that that's how you pronounce it, for real. No. Uh, so. It's cheery. These darn hockey players. I know, right? So, um, so we call uh, Brock Besser Becky with the good hair. Which, if you Googled him, you'd see why. He has very good hair. I feel like we did this before. I feel like the last time I was on this podcast, we had the same conversation, and I Googled him, and I was like, yeah, he does have good hair. We did, because last time you were on, we were talking about the NHL awards, and he basically single-handedly won the NHL awards. Good for you, Brock. I know. He's Brock. Um, So if Brock was a food... Brock. That's good. That's good. And the fabulous tree hair on top. Right? He's also, um, I I said if he was going to be a food, he'd be a tater tot. There you go. Because Maybe I, he'd be like um, Vegemite. He looks very Australian. Yeah. He looks but like he, he's like one second away from being on a surfboard. <laughs> yeah, but he's like from Minnesota. Of course he is. Which is why I felt like tater tot was appropriate. Yeah, he's a golden gopher. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like that. Yeah. All right, next Austin Matthews. I think Austin Matthews is Pop Rocks. Pop Rocks. That is good. No, I like that. I made him, like, I'm I'm like, I don't know. I feel like he's avocado toast, but, like, with, like, some kind of spicy sauce on top of it. Okay. Like a chipotle compote? Yeah. Also corn. There's corn, corn on there, too. I don't know why, but I feel like, well, that's why, right? It's like, he's like a bunch of weird, good things that should not meet together, all scrambled together in one thing. But then when you look at it, you're like, that is so weird. But somehow it makes sense for him and no one else. Yes. Weird. Also kind of a throwback, but also kind of sizzles. Yes. Oh my God. I don't know why it works, but it works. Yes. Oh my God. That, yes. 
Yes. I know. I actually gave this a thought. I know. It's good. That's Shocker. a good one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Brad Marchant. Oh, Brad Marchand. For me, he's orange juice. What does he for you? Well, uh, a popsicle, because he <laughs> likes to lick things a lot, so I feel like the band needs to be a popsicle of some kind. That's a good choice. Or a chupa chup. Oh, I actually almost put Obey for chupa chups. That's really funny. <laughs> oh, that's um, I put Brad Marchand as orange juice because I feel like if he was on my team, like I would really like him, and I really want to, like, I really like orange juice, but <laughs> yeah. for me... I can't have it because it gives me really horrible migraines. Like it's put me in the hospital to drink orange juice. So I can't, it's like intolerable. To oh me. no. Yeah. Well, I mean, that does sound intolerable really does kind of define Brad Marchand. Yeah, in some right? Cases. I agree. I kind of like, um, he's one of those ones where I disliked him and then I kind of liked him more due to some SID factors and then other stuff he did on social media. And then he annoys you again, but you never dislike him quite as much as you did originally. He's like yeah, that. Yeah, but that never worked on me. Well, yeah. I was immune to this, this situation. Yeah, you have the immunity. That's that's awesome. He's like, you don't have that, um, like he's kryptonite for everybody else, but you're immune. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It did not work for me. So, so yeah. No, I'm, I'm still going to say he's like a popsicle. I don't know. Is there a food that I love and that I hate at the same time. Man, I love orange juice, but I haven't been able to have it in years. That's a great... It, it literally put me in the hospital to drink orange juice. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. How do you go to the hospital for orange juice? I It gave me a migraine so bad, I had to... They gave me morphine. Oh no, that's awful. And yeah, it was brutal. Yeah. I was at the hospital for 12 hours. My niece Gabby always says to me, she's like, Auntie La, I love corn, but corn doesn't love me. <laughs> <laughs> word <laughs> yeah all right so that's brad that's brad marchand you can't eat him because he gives you gas <laughs> next is jack eichel okay jack eichel for me jack eichel is like a vanilla soft serve cone because he looks like mr softy do you know mr softy <laughs> yes i do know who mr softy is but like i okay i don't know jack eichel is so weird um, so Mr. Frosty, it's literally a, a cone with a face on it. He is a cone with a face on it, but I feel like he's, I mean, you know how you have those soft serve cones and they're like covered in hard chocolate? I yeah. feel like maybe he would be that if the hard chocolate was like electric blue. Maybe. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just feel like you got to throw something weird on there or he's like on a peanut butter sprinkle cone or something. Like some part of it. He kind of looks like a hot dog with ears. Maybe he's like a hot dog. <laughs> that, that would work too. I don't know. He's one of those players where um, I'm so intrigued by him that I, for some reason, cannot stop watching him both on and off social media. I like him. He's one of the few players that actually speaks up and like takes stands on stuff. So I'm intrigued by him. He's a weird looking dude. He looks like a Brillo pad. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It looks like the way orange juice makes me feel. <laughs> it does. All right. So Next. we'll just put some players in the citrus category for Amanda. <laughs> Did you pick one for him? Um, uh, no, I just like, I put onto just, yours. I changed the code <laughs> and added electric blue hard chocolate to him. <laughs> he, I feel like he does look like Mr. Frosty. It's weird. All right. Next is Alex Ovechkin. Yeah. Vodka. Vodka's not a bad one. Yeah, he's vodka. Yeah. I don't know. I was trying to think of something for him, but 
I couldn't really think of anything. Vodka's a good one. Right? Like He's just so- vodka in yeah. every in every way, in everything that you want to add. You know what, though? You know how Sid is a vanilla? But vanilla is perfect because you can add all these things to it because it's so good on its own that it's only adding to its thing. Isn't sure. vodka the equivalent of that for Ovechkin? It's like vodka on its own is still really good, but then you add stuff onto it, it makes it even better or adds, oh my God, he's the Russian vanilla, uh, vanilla is vodka. So like we've come full circle back to like 2007. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> All right. Let's see who we got next. Phil Kessel. Phil Kessel. Now I'm almost sad I took up tater tot with someone else. Yeah. And I feel like the easy answer here is hot dog, but let's not go hot dog. No, no. Let me let me think about this. Phil Kessel. He is um, shy and introverted, but saucy and spicy, like it, with a kick that you don't feel until like after. What's like that? A, like a like a jalapeno popper. <laughs> oh, I love those. Right? I said he's like a bacon cheeseburger. Because Ooh. he's just like unapologetic about exactly who he is. He knows it's totally bad for you, doesn't give a shit. It's like super all American. Yeah. Bacon cheeseburger. I like it. I like it. A little fat, nobody cares. Maybe Still it's a, a bison burger. Ooh. I don't know about all that. Well, yeah. I don't know. I felt like maybe that was more American, but maybe not. And I don't think you're allowed to make burgers out of eagles, so yeah <laughs> double cheeseburger it sounds good bacon cheeseburger <laughs> all right henrik Lundqvist. wait wait the bacon part is because he was in canada for a while right yes canadian bacon there you go okay <laughs> oh it has to be cheese too because isn't he from wisconsin yes oh my god that's perfect oh my god <laughs> didn't even mean to i know that bun is not gluten-free but this is like my niche. I feel like this is the only thing in the world I'm good at is naming players after food. Right? I mean, like, to be honest, this is what we were born to do. Is it not? Like, all this, this hockey part. stuff? <laughs> this really? is the part of the podcast where I'd usually be like, oh, I'm so hungry, but I am so full. I can't eat them. I am hungry. I'm very <laughs> hungry. and looking for recommendations. So let's keep going. Let's keep going. <laughs> well, we have lots of things covered here. Yeah. All right. Um, Henrik Lundqvist. Lundqvist is um, I think he he thinks he's champagne but right really, yeah for sure but what's like a what's like I don't like caviar yeah maybe he thinks he's champagne but he's like um, Prosecco maybe he thinks he's like lobster but he's really imitation crap <laughs> <laughs> well but I mean does imitation crab still look really good because yeah, I feel it like, exactly like it looks exactly like regular crab. He's one of those wedding cakes that looks amazing, but then you eat it and you're like, this is awful. Yeah, it tastes like fondant and ruined dreams. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, it sounds like uh, he tastes like an unfavorable prenup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yucky. <laughs> All right, Jamie Ben. Jamie Ben. Do you remember that candy Airheads? Yes. He's an Airhead. <laughs> oh, my God. I was going to say he was more like um, Meatloaf, but th- I don't feel like that captures him. He's oh, I meatloaf. actually think that's quite good. Is it? Meat- is he Meatloaf? Yeah. He's a little Meatloafy. Well, only if you put something fancy, like some kind of fancy sauce on top of it, because maybe he was Meatloaf before he met uh, Tyler Sagan. 
But then Sagan is like the gravy with mushrooms that came afterwards. Kind yeah. of prettying him up a little bit. Before that, he was meatloaf with ketchup. And now he's like meatloaf with like a, with like a mushroom gravy sauce. God, that's so disgusting. <laughs> but, no. Oh my God, I'm so grossed out. All right, let's move on to Sidney Crosby. Sidney Crosby. Oh. Sidney Crosby is water. <laughs> it's a tiny water bottle. He is water. He is water. <laughs> he is water. But you know what? Okay, he is water, but he's also vanilla gelato. He's water. He's the he's the equivalent of the vodka. He's water. <laughs> He's water. You can have this water and make it delish. <laughs> no. It's good. No, because I don't know. I just feel like I love vanilla. Vanilla is perfection. It is. And he is nothing if not uh, conservatively perfect. You originally had said beaver tail, but that's way too fancy. Yeah, him. it is. I was just looking for something Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I think. Although he would never eat a beaver tail. He would never eat. Um, What's that cheese curd thing you have? Oh, poutine. Yeah. <coughs> no way. Those are all things that would go straight to his ass. I feel like he wants nothing more on earth than to eat that beaver tail, but he will not let himself eat that beaver tail. Yeah. He's going to share it with like four other people and use like a fork and take one bite. He, he's going to watch four other people eat it while he drinks water. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid, wait, where's John Tavares? I skipped them because I'm going to do them next. Okay, Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid is just looking at whatever Sid's eating, and then trying to one up it. So he's sparkling <laughs> water. Oh my god, you stole mine. So I think he's Saint Croix because it's like the sparkling water that's like the the cool sparkling water right now. It's like the it thing. It's like a fad. Yeah. Okay, that's perfect. Also, I hate sparkling water. It's so gross. I uh, know. Me too. Yuck. I don't know why we need to add flavors and make it taste bad. You can't. You can't. You can't. Just adding bubbles to it is not is not good enough. Just no. John Tavares. John Tavares. This is the only one that I knew immediately what he was. Okay. He's broth. He's <laughs> like a vegetable broth. And if he's feeling fancy, sometimes there's a boiled carrot in there too. <laughs> But isn't that kind of like the uh, vanilla argument? Like you can add a bunch of stuff to it, and make it good. That's true because I mean, I love a good, I love a good soup. Yeah, he's the foundation for every good soup. That's perfect, is it not? Maybe he's like maple syrup. You just put him on other things to make them good. Well, you, but that's the thing, right? Is that um, is that it's good on its own, and then these other things just kind of make it even better. But you, but without that awesome foundation, you can't even. You can't even go anywhere. So, yeah, that's John Tavares right there. But he's boiled. He's totally boiled. <laughs> All right, next, Tuka Rask. Tuka Rask. I did research for this one. Oh, no. I came to the conclusion. It was between this and a deadly fish, but I settled on he is a cherry. He a is, cherry. He's a cherry because did you know that cherries, while quite delicious, if you break the pit, the pit alone, eating it whole, will not do anything to you. But if you break that pit, even two or three of the seeds inside it can kill you. 
Was that for real? Yeah, it is for real. I Googled it because I was looking for a poisonous. I was looking for a food that was awesome, but then also might kill you. <laughs> <laughs> because that is, uh, that is uh, shukarats right there. I'm going to read about that. I'm putting it on my list of things to Google. Yeah, because um, I also I, feel like that is a, a danger I did not know about, which now I'm glad I do know about. Okay. Sorry, I've, like, got distracted Googling it. <laughs> <laughs> so I said two was a pineapple just because he has, like, a weird throat. <laughs> so he kind of embodies a pineapple physically. Oh, and that's good, too, because it's, Hard and crusty on the outside, but gooey and awesome and sweet on the inside. And it's sweet, but it also can be a little bit sour, and it's super acidic, so if you eat too much of it, it tears up your mouth. Right, and I mean, like, if you took that coke, that uh, that pineapple and hit somebody over the head with it, you would totally kill them. Probably. Probably. Yep. Or at least knock them out. Yep. All right. Next. P.K. Subban. P.K. Subban is my guacamole. He is, because it's the thing where everybody else loves it but me, <laughs> right? So he's got to be my guacamole. For me, P.K. Subban is the uh, unicorn frappuccino from Starbucks. <laughs> just so extra. Yes. Yeah, I see that. The most extra thing I could think of. He is the most extra human being on the planet. Oh, Did my God. Did you see the picture of him like in the swimsuit? I was just about to ask you that with the with Lindsay Vaughn in the same swimsuit. Yes. Is it sad that I'm more offended that he's wearing an American swimsuit, <laughs> being Canadian? It's like, yeah. bitch, get. Do you not have a Canada swimsuit you could wear? Fair enough. Yeah. All right. What's Brent Burns? Brent Burns. That would be your favorite thing, whatever that is. Well, you know what? I'm not exactly sure what it is. I just know that he hunted it and killed it. And prepared it himself. It's like wild turkey. Yeah. The actual meat and then wild turkey, the booze. Yes. That's a meal. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's he, exactly he's right. a bison burger. <laughs> he's a bison burger. Yeah. I was going to say it's like, he's like a s'more. You know it's what like the a, part a camp, is? You have to make it at a campfire. But everyone also kind of loves it. It's gooey inside, but kind of crunchy outside. I mean, I just feel like the next logical step is for somebody to ask us to put these foods together to make a meal, <laughs> like like a side dish with together and like an entree or whatever. <laughs> don't do it, people. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, All right, what's Marc Andre Fleury? Marc Andre Fleury. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that? Chocolate covered strawberry. That's a good. That's just good. perfection. Like, good for you, but also kind of bad and sweet and delicious. Yes. Yes. Everybody likes them. Who doesn't like a yeah, chocolate covered strawberry? Makes everyone happy. <laughs> yes. That's perfect. Yeah. All right. Tyler Sagan is the last one. Tyler Sagan. What is a Tyler Sagan? Tyler Sagan is a beaver tail. Uh, sure. Why is he a beaver tail? Well, first of all, He's going to give you a heart attack if you eat it, for sure. Plus, it's one of those things that is like, um, it, it starts off being incredibly bad for you, and then you just pile on more things that are incredibly bad for you. That's a good point. Yep. I like it. 
I don't like beaver tails, and I do not like Tyler Sagan. Oh no! Is there a is there any kind of uh, food that is naked all the um, time? We used to have. This is so gross. In high school, we used to have like the same menu like every week, basically just rotating. And there was something that we had called naked fish on rice. Uh-huh. I thought it was the funniest thing we'd ever heard for some reason because we were 15, I guess. But yeah, maybe he's like naked fish on rice. Yeah, if there's if there's a food that you can only eat naked and that maybe you have to force people to dress it somehow, it would be that's the food he would be also. Oh, I remembered. I said that Tyler Sagan was um, an eggplant because he's basically the eggplant. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. He's the eggplant emoji. That's awesome. All right, that's all we have. That's all we have. But that was more than enough because, come on now. Yeah, that was a lot of me for the week. (laughs) What do you? What do you mean? That was amazing. I mean, honestly, um, they had to know if you were going to be on. It was ninety percent food. So this was. uh, I feel like we lived up. Huh? We're on brand. We're on brand. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) We lived up to all the expectations. So yeah, thank you guys go. so much for the asks, especially food asks. Yeah. And sorry if I mispronounced your name. Um, you know, I mean, like you, you probably thought I was going to answer that one and you expected me to uh, mispronounce your name. Oh, oh, there was also, um, I just wanted to say, uh, Riot Rogers added to the nicknames that we talked about last week. And she had one. She said, uh, also to hockey nicknames, me and my friend constantly refer to PK as Pecan Subban. Which I do accidentally and then always check myself because I'm afraid it's racist somehow in a way that I don't understand. So I'm like, don't call him Pecan. What if that's, I don't know, maybe that's racist. Is that racist? I don't know. It feels like it could be. So I don't want to say it. But, because um, I'm Canadian and I have no idea what isn't, what isn't in that way. But Pecan Subban. Um, sounds good, doesn't it? Pecan Subban? Yeah. Sure. No? PK, PK, Pecan? I don't know. Yeah. I've accidentally said it a million times. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's, it's bad. It's a bad self guilt thing over and over again. Johnny hockey. She calls him Jonathan good boy. Um, and this is my favorite, which is like the best thing that I have ever heard in my life. Um, she calls, uh, Tyler Sagan, um, Tyler sequence, or was it Taylor sequence? <laughs> which uh which is basically it gotta be his drag name for sure um and then uh tj oshi is tim jims as the short form of timothy jimothy which i thought was hilarious all right do you remember how to spell stuff uh yeah yeah send us mail to bizunderestimatedpod at gmail.com you can send us asks or just talk to anna and bizunderestimate with no e at the end on twitter and we're on Tumblr and is underestimated. What else? Uh, we're, wait, wait, for some reason, Pinterest. Thanks, Pinterest came to mind, but we are not on that. We are <laughs> on Patreon. Yeah, we are on Patreon. Yeah. And thank you, Kate, for our logos. And uh, Kate and Kira for being our misunderestimated. Woo! Uh, yeah. I love that so it's much. So it's so good. I love me a pun. I know, and it's so perfect. Uh, yes. I love them, and I love their new logo that they're using for that too. They are amazing, and we are uh, actively looking at dates for our trivia. Bitch, you're on my team. You better, what? you better study. Okay, I'm I don't know it. what we're studying, but we got to study. It. Studying right now, if cherry seeds can kill you. <laughs> 
See, I feel like that could have been on there and then we would know. I don't, I don't believe it. So far, everything I'm reading says you would have to eat a bunch of them. What? Because I heard it was two. Damn it. Well, because I guess they can say cyanide, just like apple seeds. Oh. So you'd have to eat a bunch, I think. That's a really I, clever way to murder somebody uh, without wanting to be caught. I mean, I mean not confessing it. Cyanide. Yeah. Yeah, but if it came from a cherry, how could you know? Maybe somebody just accidentally. I mean, you probably shouldn't confess it on a podcast beforehand, but (laughs) just saying. Someone's going to die from this, and now I'm the number one suspect. Yeah, now I'm going to kill someone and frame you. (laughs) You would, too, and then you'd start a true crime podcast about it. (laughs) With my snowball. (laughs) All right, let's go. We're off the rails. We're off the rails. We are. We are. Uh, wait, wait, wait. I'm going to find that button. Hold on. Hold on. Do it. Do it. Tap dance. Tap dance. All right. Bye. I found the button. Bye, guys. Bye.